This is an AMI podcast. I'm Dave Brown, and this is a podcast version of AMI's Morning Show, now with Dave Brown. Catch the live broadcasts weekdays from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern on AMI-audio and AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Karen McGee is here for the Central Regional Report. Karen is a content development specialist for AMI and joins us from Ottawa, Ontario. Getting out of Morrisburg, was in Toronto yesterday, Ottawa today. Karen McGee, world traveler, how are you? Turning into a big city girl, Dave. Big city through and through. Hey, Karen. Let's uh, talk about the Great Lakes and specifically an update on an individual who is crossing the Great Lakes via paddle border. It's Mike Shoreman. So give us an update on how the journey's going. So we've talked about him on the air before. I know I've talked about him on Kelly and Company. I've talked about him um, on now. Um, all things considered, it's going pretty well. Just to recap, he's trying to be the first person with disabilities to cross all five Great Lakes. Lake Erie, May 27th, took him seven hours. June 13th, he crossed Lake Huron in 28 hours. On July 5th, it was an eight-hour crossing of Lake Superior. And last Wednesday, he made history being the first athlete with disabilities to cross Lake Michigan. Made it to Chicago around 8.45 a.m. after taking nearly 26 hours to cross the 71 kilometers. So another overnighter there. Um, The reception he's been receiving both in Canada and the United States has been amazing. He's been getting lots of support, lots of press. Um, Mike developed Ramsey-Hunt syndrome four years ago. As a result, he became depressed after losing his sense of balance, ability to speak. Um, His eyesight and hearing have drastically changed as well. Um, And one side of the face has collapsed. So he's doing this to sort of raise awareness for mental health, especially in youth, um, considering how his illness affected him. And Dave, a little trivia time here on a Thursday. Can you name me the name of the celebrity who recently revealed he currently has Ramsey-Hunt syndrome? That would be a Justin Bieber who just made his return to the stage a couple of days ago. It was too easy for you. No, nah, well, it. you know, I'm all I'm all over the Biebs. I'm all over the Biebs. When the Biebs is on the move, Dave Brown's so, all over that. I'm on the Biebs beat. So, lot, so lots of Tim Hortons Biebers yeah, products. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm on the Biebs bits beat. Rolling wow. right off the tongue there. Uh, Karen, I counted four Great Lakes in the way you set up that story. When does he intend to cross Lake Ontario? For somebody in media, you're pretty good at math, Dave. <laughs> um, according to what Mike told the Ottawa Sun, he's looking at attempting the crossing sometime between August 10th and 17th. Um, they can't give an exact date because they have to find a time when winds, currents, and weather work best for them. He's going to be starting in Youngstown, New York, and will end up in Toronto's harbour front. Karen, every time we talk about the Great Lakes, I'd like to pose this question. In your opinion, which Great Lake is the best? I'm partial to Lake Huron because that's where we had Jeff's Island was. My husband's Island was for many years, his family island. Um, So I'm partial to Lake Huron. Lake Huron in the summertime as the sun goes down with the turquoise waters looks like the French Riviera. I've got to say that's pretty hard to beat. And it's not quite as cold as Lake Superior, even though Lake Superior in its name is the Superior Lake. Wow, and there's a song written about it. That's true. There's a song written about it as well. Somebody sing it. Do we got time? I think the whole thing. No. You know what? Let's finish. Let's finish our next story, and if we have time, Karen, <laughs> we'll get to some. We'll get to some singing at the tail end of this. Because let's move to the world of boxing. Let's throw some hands here. In, in June, the Ottawa Sports Council introduced their latest community sport, boxing without barriers. So, what do they have to offer here? 
So I think they picked a really worthwhile organization to spotlight. Uh, Boxing Without Barriers, they, what they do is they work with groups that traditionally have not had a lot of representation in sport, especially in boxing. So some of the groups we're talking about are people with disabilities, women and girls, and deaf youth. Um, so these populations, like I said, have been traditionally underrepresented. Um, so these workshops are developed towards them. And Dave, I think you and I are both aware of the many benefits that sports provide, given your um, your athleticism. Oh, yeah. Um, it creates a sense of self-awareness, self-confidence, self-esteem, enhanced social skills. Uh, you get to meet lots of friends um, and you can become more motivated. One of the things that makes this program stand out is the way they coach. So not everybody learns the same way and traditional coaching is very linear. You, you played hockey as a youth, right? I did. I did very poorly. <laughs> very, no, no, I, you're, I wouldn't believe that. Um, coaching is very linear. So what they do is they take what they call a more holistic approach to sports program development, which is beneficial to athletes of all abilities, and it caters to different learning styles. Um, they take physical, cognitive, and social elements of sport into consideration when they design their programs. And they also offer a mixed abilities boxing program in partnership with the Beaver Boxing Club, which is mm. very popular and yeah. well-known in Ottawa. Great boxing um, club. Really great. I did a lot of coverage for them when I worked for another network. Um, this program is the first of its kind in Ontario, and the athletes are able to train together. And I know you like to dabble in the sports world. Have you ever tried boxing? I've done a little bit of kickboxing as part of some overall mixed martial arts training that I used to do in uh, 2008 and 2009. Uh, more grappling-based, more than boxing for me. But I actually, one of my at-home workout routines that I developed during the pandemic is a boxing routine, is a shadow boxing routine. And that's one of the things that I think makes boxing a great adaptive sport because really and truly, you don't need a lot of space. You don't need any equipment and you can get a nice little cardio workout in there and just move around a little bit, whether you have a mobility concern or whether you have a sensory concern, you should still be able to throw a couple punches and feel good and get a couple deep breaths in there. That's that's true. I mean, does we boxing count? Because I've we, done that. Oh, Karen, we boxing for sure counts. In fact, I should have bounced the question back to you. Have you ever put the gloves on and thrown some hands? Does hockey, do hockey fights count? Of course. I'm throwing hands right now. The hockey fights, oh, of course okay. they count. All right, so we'll throw in a couple of hockey fights when I was much younger. Um, but definitely, I like the Wii boxing, and I still use, I still have an old school Wii. So it still works, <laughs> knock on wood. You have every video game console that's ever been made, Karen. I mean, that's, Do you that's, have a bit of a collection? It's part of your gimmick. I, I still have my N64 just sitting there comfortably next to my TV you as sell well. It? No, I do not. I'm keeping that workhorse forever. Um, turns out one of the games that I bought not too long ago, like sells for over 200 bucks on eBay now, which is uh, pretty cool. Uh, Karen, let's get back to this adaptive boxing club, the Ottawa, the Boxing Middle Borders uh, program. If people are interested and want to learn how to throw a jab and a cross and an uppercut, how do they sign up? Uh, boxingwithoutbarriers.ca. Um, their programs do sell out really quickly, so you have to jump on and, and sort of see what's going on there. And I forgot to mention their summer pilot program. Um, it's a program in ASL, American Sign Language, for deaf and hard of hearing athletes. So I think that's pretty interesting too. They're taking everything into account where they're trying to make boxing a fully accessible sport for people, which I just love. Yeah, and big shout out to Ottawa boxer Castillo Clayton. Suffered the first loss of his career recently, but still an awesome boxer, great fighter, and hopefully he gets his way back into the mix soon as well. Okay, Karen, which song were you referring to in regards to the song about the Great Lakes? Because I assume there's been more than just one song about Great Lakes. Well, what one do you think I'm thinking of? The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Okay, that's kind of where I figured you were going to go. 
Like, I mean, I'm sure there's other ones. I can't think of them off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm sure the Tragically Hip did some. What 50, if where, 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 Fifty Mission Cap? Where did he? Where did he drown? I, um, I, you're, you're you're putting me on the spot here, and I don't have that kind of trivia. Kind of what, like when what, I. Blue Rodeo also referenced Lake Ontario. Uh, Grace, you were in my ear there. You you can you can speak up right on the air. Uh, the Fifty Mission Cap was about Bill Barilko, who was in a plane crash. Not a drowning, but it okay. was in northern Ontario. See, there you go. But cap was cap was fun. Why did I think it was a drowning? Northern okay. Northern Ontario insider Grace Scofield with the inside scoop Thank on you. that one. You know, it could be that some folk singer, if they haven't already done it, should do an entire album about the Great Lakes. Just name one song Superior, one song Huron, one song Ontario, one song Michigan, and just write one individual song about each Great Lakes. Release the AP and be famous forever. Ooh, let's you and I do that. I got time. Um, I'm too busy writing Shakira parody songs. I don't have time to be writing proper folk music. <laughs> uh, Karen, thank you for this. Have a great day. Thanks, Dave. It was great seeing you yesterday. It was awesome seeing you too. Best hugs in the business, Karen McGee. You've been listening to Now with Dave Brown. Hit the subscribe button on any podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hadjar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.